Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to Seggy Station. It's the man that has a nickname I was about to say with no shame. Thursday, November 17, 2022. Hope all is well out there, though, everybody. Special shout out to my brother on his birthday today. Got to talk to him this morning. Wish him a happy birthday. Hopefully catching up in the sports world with him soon as he made his first appearance on my podcast last week. It was a good time catching up. Y'all should check that out if you've been checking out the podcast. Should be a good episode today as my man, NBA phenom Rich Hot Takes Letty, swings back through to catch up on the sports world with me today. Excited to be here. Plenty to catch up on in the sports world. NBA already almost through a month in the season. We start up NFL Week 11 tonight with Tennessee taking on the Green Bay Packers, who are still trying to revive their season. Got the World Cup starting up in three days. I think the U.S. plays Wales on Monday. A lot of soccer fans and hype is getting built up on the World Cup. But to be honest, I don't understand why. I mean, I get it if you're a soccer fan and big into the soccer and whatnot, but I don't think USA actually has a chance to win the World Cup. It'd be an absolute miracle if they did. So for us to be hyping it up like we actually have a chance in this thing is almost comical to me. A lot of comical things happening in the NBA. A lot of statements from Kevin Durant over the last week or so. Obviously, everybody knows what's going on with Kyrie Irving. And some of the standing updates and things happening through the first three weeks of the season in the NBA. Plenty to touch up on here with Rich. Looking forward to doing that. Looking forward to watching some sports here over the next few weeks with Thanksgiving already a week away from today. And before you know it, it'll be Christmas. Obviously, a great time of the year. For us football fans, NBA fans, college basketball back in action, and a lot of great games already happening in that, just so early in the season, which makes it so much better than college football, which is inching closer and closer to, obviously, their playoff format, which is still only four teams. And, yeah, I mean, still barely touched on the Astros winning the World Series and all that come along with baseball's offseason. Hopefully, Chew comes around at some point. We'll touch up on that. But it's just one thing after another, not only in the sports world, but everybody kind of dealing with that in their own own way. I mean, it's just been one blow after another for me. My uncle, he's battling cancer now, and my brother moving away, like I said, a month ago. Shout out to him on his birthday. My girlfriend away for the weekend. Spending a lot of time alone, but... Hey, is what it is. Missed some of my boys. Glad Rich will be here today to chat on some sports. My dog's finally doing better after suffering a tick-borne illness. So coming around the corner a little bit here on the Seggy Station. Appreciate all love and support for it as always. You can follow along or check us out on Instagram. Twitter's still popping off, but I'm still able to get into it for free. So until then, we'll be using it. But I already made some comments on that. I don't know if I've... uh been able to ask rich about any of this so i'll be interested to catch up with rich some of this stuff some of the quote-unquote i call fun stuff for the podcast should be a good pod today you can always check us out live stream on my twitch stream it's underscore seggy underscore g and rich should be here shortly we'll fire it up enjoy it what's up friendo what's good i was gonna say i haven't seen you in a minute how you doing good man feel like I don't know, I guess I could look on Spotify and see the last time we did this. I feel like it had to be like three weeks to a month ago, something like that. Yeah, a lot happens in sports and in life in that time. Yeah, no, it's been Have at least... done it since the season started? Yeah, I think we did it right before the season started, and now we're running up on three weeks through the season, up through a month this yep. week. Yeah, 
a lot of stuff to catch up on in the hoops. And then you got college basketball starting. You got a World Cup that I think is going on here in a few days. That, I didn't even know that was about to be happening until like three days ago. Yeah, so just a bunch of shit going on in sports. Uh, plus, yeah, obviously, the NFL Week 11 is flying by. Fucking my fantasy football team's down the tubes. Everyone's like, ah, no one gives a fuck about your fantasy football team besides you. It's like, nah, fuck, dude, this is... You know what, dude? I'm getting sick of this fantasy sports shit. Because that's what everyone says. But everyone's doing it. It's like, what the fuck? And it's like, literally, if I could just describe my fantasy season in our main league, which is, like, really the only league I care about. Bro, I'm worse than you. It's a fucking joke. I'm worse joke. than you, whatever it is. Yeah, I know. But it's just funny to me. We came here on the pod and we were talking about it. You know, hyping up the teams and shit. Dude, I'm, I might as well come in last at this point. I'm, I, I don't even think my team's that bad. Like, I have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And I'm about to come in last. That's crazy. My team is that bad, is the thing. My team is really, really bad. Just fucking. If you have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, you have two far better players. And Justin Herbert. And Justin Herbert, who has had a down fantasy season, but it's just like, I don't know. That's why fantasy is just wild to me, bro. It's kind of like life, dude. Luck. It's all luck. My best player is by far Debo Samuel, and then an enormous drop off to like. Najee Harris. I, I don't even know who the second best person on my team. My team is so bad. Yeah, yeah. You 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 should have just made a trade with for me. We, we I would have made been... multiple trades. They didn't. Yeah. Got hurt. Oh man. Yeah, Fucking brutal. Another donation, just like everything else. Yeah. Uh. All right. I got yeah. I got a rundown of hoops here, and I got a couple fun things before we go. But I mainly gotta just start with this. Uh, topic of the day real quick. This will only be quick, I promise. This will be promise. This will be quick. Trying to... All over the place. Go ahead. No, seriously. I'm at work the other night. I'm at work the other night. And I saw this. I saw this. And I'm like, oh, all right. I got some other stuff. I'm like, I need to ask Rich. That's the one thing where it's like, I haven't talked to you in like three weeks. I get all this stuff that I'm like, normally if I talk to you once a week or something, like I ask you. Now I got all these questions. I'm like, oh, fuck. But this is... Minus one of the questions I have for you. I saw this, and then when I was at work the other night, we do trivia on Tuesday night, and the trivia dude literally said this during, uh, you know, he does it on the mic and shit and reads it out. Whatever. It's pretty cool. Whatever. Moral of the story is, he goes, yeah, did you guys see that there's 8 billion people in the world now? And I'm like, I did see that. Uh, This is me just thinking in my head. And I'm like, thank God I'm not the only one fucking thinking this shit. Because I've been saying this shit on the pod, and I've I'm and I know for a fact you've heard me say this. But my point to this is is all my rants, all my issues in my own head, and all these things that I see online or not offline, people that I talk to in the fucking gas station up the street in a small speck of a town called Haddam, or the dude that fucking come and but bought the car that was sitting in my yard for fucking three years on my brother's birthday. Shout out to my brother. Point of this is, dude. There's so many fucking people, man. How, of course there's going to be so many different points of views and avenues and things to get other routes of communication or non-communication or things you're going to talk. It's just, it's fucking insane to me, bro. It is scary and insane to me. And I think it's gotten sports into this crazy realm of, I see the athletes, bro. And I know we're going to talk about it, but you don't tell me guys like KD who aren't at dwarfed in this shit guys that are talking nationally about basketball or espn whatever dude because i know for a fact he is so to, to act like oh none of the athletes 
see this and what everyone is calling right now the digital age i had to clean that up because i came in last pod and was talking about the digital era it's the digital age is what they're calling it and to me it's just fucking crazy dude because there's still people that don't even know you can look stuff up online like shit that happens on a daily basis and gets warped into the the headlines because there's so much stuff happening which you've heard me talk about here before and really bro it's just got me all it's got me so warped out where i can't even do this shit unless someone's here and i've no i've told you this before too and like my brother came on the other day and i saw chew the other day and i'm you know he'll hopefully come around soon but it's like it's just hard for me with all this other stuff going on to come in here and literally just talk about sports dude like it's literally that shit right there seems like almost a problem that seems like i'm part of the problem then if i just come in here and was just like yep dude this is how i feel about sports with all this other shit going on i don't know it's just it's just crazy to me dude it really is maybe i'm just maybe i'm just a fucking weirdo i don't know like i'm just like i think it's i think it's pretty crazy i just i just looked this up out of curiosity while you were just talking so this is the uh growth in the world's population yeah, I wanted to ask you how many people are in the U.S. If... Over the last, like, 40 years. So this number on the left is not, like, it's not like the population's been going down. This is percentage increase. So the blue line's the world. The percentage of the population has still been increasing year over year, but it's been increasing less year over year than it has been for the last 40, 50 years or so. So... We're still gaining people in the world every single year. We're just not gaining as many people in the world at quite as high of a rate as we were in the 70s, 80s, 2000s, which is good, I guess, if your concerns like so many people in the world. So like we're still growing in population, but not at the rate we previously were. Not totally sure how many people are in the United States. This graph doesn't show exactly that. I'm sure we can find that. But yeah, man, crazy. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with getting on and talking sports or anything like that because like. I don't know. I don't think it makes anyone a, if you really want to make a difference, not, not that I'm doing anything. So I'm talking out of my ass right now, but if it's stuff that matters to you, like you got to go find out a way and find a way to go out and make a difference. Yeah. I don't think it's a, anything negative to come on here and talk about sports or something. We all deserve to talk about what makes fair. Yeah, no, we've talked about this and I'm not saying I can't talk about sports. I'm just saying it's hard for me to come in, not and just talk about sports. Like I have these other things that are on my mind that I see that aren't sports related anymore. And when I started this up, it was just like a sports podcast, right? Let's just talk some sports, whatever I was doing my, doing my own thing and kind of spewing my own rants. But like, now I'm just like, dude, I got this. I got literally this, this older gentleman said the same exact shit to me the other night. And I was getting into him. Like what he was telling me to run for uh selectman and shit. I'm like, Bro, like, are you fucking kidding? Like, but that's that's what you sound like to me, bro. I'm not even trying to be a dick here. Bro. I'm just having a. But like, what do you what What do you mean? I am not telling you to run for selection. It's just like it's a fucking it's it's all just a fucking joke to me, dog. It really is, bro. Like, really, with this, I went out and voted the other day, bro. But I'm just saying, like, even that, like, is that that's my that's my opportunity to like make it like what the fuck is that, bro? Like, it's just the whole thing, and I get it, bro. I'm not knocking the the right to vote. It's just. I don't know. The last thing I'll say on this is I think you're looking at it on like a macro level where like you need to look at it at a micro level. Like anything will always seem big and daunting if you're like the issue is there's too many people in the world. Like, yeah, you can't fix that. There's nothing you can go out and do. But like what's what are you I guess the next question would be like, what are you concerned about? Is it 
global warming? Is it lack of food? Is it like, what are you, is it housing? Like, it's it's a lot of the stuff I see, bro. It's a lot of the stuff I see coming out of a pandemic. Yeah, go ahead. Yep. What I'm saying is more so like not go out and be like a selectman or something like that. But like, all right, if there's one thing you're passionate about, yep. like there's a lot of food drives going on this time of year with Thanksgiving and stuff like donate to a food drive. Like, yeah, that's not Fair. changing the world. You're doing your part to help with what you're concerned. Fair. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying there. I'm just saying I'll go do something like that. And to me, I'm sitting back like, what is that doing, bro? Like, and I'm not trying, I'm not trying to say I'm not, that's not something I'm going to do, bro. I donate my clothes. I do, th- I do things to try and help. Like I'm not, I'm not a fucking black hearted asshole. I'm just saying like, I think it's, messy when you look at it from like the macro view which is what you're doing if like i get it but like how how can i not when there's eight billion people in the world and like or whatever let's just strict stick to straight to my state or the u.s or my town it's like i don't know dude it's just there's so many people bro and i think that's why it's just all whacked out with talking about things in general like just even a sports topic like no wonder why people get all fucking whacked out and start saying some wild shit like there's just so many fucking different points of view on it I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's just kind of wild to me. Luckily, like luckily, I didn't start the Twitch live during the start of our chat, so the, the live audience here on the Twitch only will get about, I don't know, twenty five percent of that. Well, is, luckily, I but the whole, the whole recording will have it. So luckily, we got it on, on the uh, live tapes. So there's a lot of like, I don't know. That's the whole world. There's a lot of like debate, argument, disagreeing, just baked into everything, like in our lives. Like even, I guess, pivoting into sports, like. That's some of the shows, like, as I've gotten older and as I, like, find myself, like, I care less about sports in general and care more about NBA and NFL. Like, that's what I care about. So, like, I've found myself watching a lot of specific stuff on them because I'm, I'm kind of sick of listening to, like, whether it's politics, whether it's, like, election stuff, whether it's sports. Like, I'm just sick of people, like, screaming at each other and disagreeing. I'm like, yeah, I'd rather watch something where, like, people are, like, intelligently sharing their opinion on something. So like, that's what I've found a lot of like basketball and NBA stuff. So like, yeah, I, I agree with the overall point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess my point is, yeah, that's something you can do to, to get away from that, but it still doesn't change that it's happening. So like, yeah, like I get it. Like there's absolutely, there's ways like <laughs> to act like it's not happening, but like, that's also what's fucking driving me down too. I'm like, all right, but no, I mean, realistically, this is why I have to ask you these things because I feel like you know and bring the type of perspective that A, I need and B, anybody that listens to this needs. So always appreciate you coming through. Just appreciate two other quick that. things before we hit up the hoops, which is I know for a fact you've seen this stuff and then remind me to get to the fun stuff before we got to go, which is basically like a little less than an hour yeah. from now because I got to go to work, which is I know for a fact you saw they're trying to sub Twitter now. And this is also one of these things that's just stemming off of what I'm saying with the topic of the day, which is no matter how many people sub it or not, like it's what I've been talking about with people in the U.S. I, I assume just, but I assume this has to happen in other countries. I don't know, but I'm just talking U.S. that have to buy a license or like the random things that you buy on a sub, like a yearly subscription. And you know, obviously what I'm talking about, the amount of money that adds up. Obviously, the personal ones you're going to do because you want to do them, but the ones, i.e., that you don't want to do, license or whatever it is that you just kind of have to do. Um, I've always just been thinking about how much money adds up on that. So, mm-hmm. Twitter, eight, eight bucks a month. Like, I'm not paying that. 
I'm not paying yeah, that's that. For the check mark. And I'm just like confused on the whole thing that's going on with that. And so just so, two quick two quick questions, which is A, do you know anything about that? And then B, yeah. what is going on like with Elon Musk? Like what the fuck is good with so, this dude? Like straight up. Are you a fan of Elon Musk or not? Yes no, or no? No, I'm not a fan of Elon Musk. Um <laughs> I know less about him specifically. I did listen to I'm gonna send it to you after this. Like if you have time later after work unintentionally he was listening to the bill simmons podcast almost always a sports podcast he goes into entertainment and other stuff sometimes the last yeah. 45 minutes of his most recent one was he brought on this journalist i don't know the guy but clearly very intelligent in all of this stuff um to talk specifically about elon buying twitter the route twitter's going like subscription for twitter all that stuff so it was really interesting. all right yeah i, I need to few, see that because i'm just like i think i'm gonna send it to you it was actually yeah. really interesting i almost clicked out the second it started because i was like oh i was listening for not this and then got kind of sucked in and it was pretty good um so the biggest thing with twitter is i feel like some of this might sound like i'm I, i'm translating a lot of what i heard yesterday because i think it was well put not to keep not to say this is the only way and i'm certainly not trying to get up here and sound like an elon musk like fanboy or defender but i do think and they weren't either but i think they added some context to things so number one twitter's been in the red since it's been created it has not been profitable they are not making money they haven't been for years their user base uses it for free all their money is made off like advertisements basically which is how a lot of these sites work like Snapchat's been in the red. I don't know if Instagram's like that part of owned by Meta, a bigger company, but Meta's laying off a bunch of people, Facebook laying off a bunch of people. So a lot of these companies that are not like charging their user base have been in the red, like not making money. And a lot of the reason they're able to do that is because so much of what's valued in current businesses, like when you sell them to someone else is your user base. So even though they're not making money, they're able to be like, we're fine losing money because as long as we can keep getting more people, more people, more people, then we could sell this company for a shitload and be like, look at all this clientele and this user base we have. So Elon Musk is now in charge of this. So it sounds like the one point of defense I'll give him is if you're taking over a massive company and it's now your bottom line and they're not making money, anyone's goal would be like, okay, first off, how do we make this make money here? So that part I understand. The part I don't like, at all or the part i disagree with and they talked about a little bit on the podcast is i think if you start like actually charging everyone which is not what they're doing right now it's eight dollars for a subscription for a check mark next to your profile maybe it comes with some other shit i don't know like your tweets appearing higher i have no idea but if you start charging everyone then it just opens the door for another company to come in and be like okay we can create a platform where people just post updates and everything and if it's free they'll start gaining traction so i think and this is what they talked through on the podcast. I think it's a good idea. What they probably end up doing in the future is like tiering to Twitter pricing, basically being like, Hey, if you're a normal Twitter user, like you and I basically are like, you're tweeting, like you're reading tweets for the most part, you're tweeting under 50 times a month. Twitter's free. If you want to tweet 150 times a month, Twitter's not free. You you're charged three or $4. If you want to tweet 500 plus times a month, you have to pay X amount of dollars. The reason that makes sense to me is because it's a tiered pricing thing. It's like you're charging the people that are using your system the most. The people getting the most value from Twitter are the people tweeting things out because they have a large following. They're creating like a brand, a business from it. So they kind of need Twitter. Those are the people it makes sense to charge. <laughs> if you start charging you and me and everyone else to use Twitter who doesn't tweet anything, we will just find another source for whatever we use Twitter for. So like 
I don't, I'm not worried about personally ever having to pay for Twitter. Like, I don't think I would. It would be a matter of time before something else existed, but I'm leaving out so much stuff from that podcast. Like, I'm going to send it to you. It was really interesting. Listen to the first 45 minutes. I'm leaving out a bunch of stuff, but glad you asked that because I literally just listened to it yesterday. That's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. But that I think that is the big takeaway, though. Like, most, I think we all assume, myself included, when you hear these monster companies, like, oh, those are some of the richest companies in the world. Like, Twitter's when selling twitter it sells for that's a lot just of money it's a valuable asset but yeah, they're not making money that's just incredible to me great explanation i mean i i have too many thoughts i don't want to waste all of our time on this save it for when i come back around but i guess what i'd say on that is that's part of the problem with all this stuff including these major sports owners that you're seeing this shit with jim ursay and jerry jones curse and all this shit bro like it, it's it's almost realistically crazy on top of all this other stuff happening where it's like all right like yeah i get it you're obviously going to want to make money if you're owning a business but like where's the line on that like now all of a sudden you're coming in and like like changing up twitter like like what when you're saying oh you're gonna tear twitter like what does that even mean like i can't see this stuff unless i pay for it is that what you're telling me no like what i we don't even know how it would work the way i was explaining it was basically You'd be able to see everything, but they'd be charging people who tweet more often. Like oh, okay. Wanted, yeah, I get what you're saying. If yeah. you were going to tweet yeah. after, if you were going to do a podcast three times a day and tweet it out every time, they'd probably be like, yo, Twitter's not free for you if you're using it to promote this thing and multiple times a day promoting it on our brand. Twitter's no longer free. That's the way it makes sense to me. Cause yeah. If you're someone with a big podcast, you're not going to be like, oh, $8 is way too much money. Like, you're going to be like, no, I want to keep this running. It's $8 yeah. a month. Yep. Like, yeah. No, I hear you on that. All right, uh, before we start ripping one, through one, some NBA, what's before good? We get too far, only because you just mentioned Jim Irsay. What are your What are your Jeff Saturday thoughts? Yeah, so that was on the docket, but we can hit that now if you want. Um, I feel pretty strongly to one side. I'm interested in hearing yours, or I'll go first if you want. I don't. Care. <laughs> this is my, my side is that I don't. There's none of what I have to say on this is prefacing like against like Jeff Saturday. Like I'm not like. Mm-hmm. I'm not, or anybody in Jeff Saturday's position. Cause like I said, with the whole live tour, I, I like, if you're going to get paid 30 times your money and get less and have to do less work, like everyone's going to do that. So like, I try to k- stay consistent with that. Like if somebody called me up tomorrow and said, Oh, you can have the head golf pro at a Augusta national, like no shit. I'm going to take that. What the fuck? So you're not going to be like, Oh, I'm like, not yeah. Like what the fuck? Like, so I'm not, th- what I'm about to say, like, has nothing to do with any of those people that do that. But what I'm trying to say is like the opportunities are not all there. Not only if we're going to turn this into a race thing, like everyone is, and I get it. it. We could do it. We could do that conversation all day, but I'm just talking in general, dude. Like I'm talking in general, because I feel like part of the problem with me too, is I started talking about it. It comes across like, Oh, you're only talking about it from like, uh, the white, the white lens. Like, nah, dude, I'm talking about it. Like all people, dog, I'm talking about all people. Like, and I, I think it's a problem with, uh, people our age getting opportunities and and the whole thing that kind of goes on with it's all about, I was telling this to my brother on the pod the other day. It's all about who, you know, like, and what, you know, it's like, it's all this like weird, like, I don't know, dude, like I'm just, I'm plenty of people are just as qualified as Jeff Saturday. So he got the job cause he's, a former football player, like a lot of these people that get these jobs on these national brands for podcasts, I'm just doing the shit in my house, but like, I'm not qualified, but they, they were just an athlete. Like, 
I get it. It steps them up, but like, I, it's just like the whole thing is very strange to me. So to, to make a long story short on this whole thing, I'm happy for the guy. Cause I think more people should get those opportunities. I just don't understand why more people aren't getting those opportunities. And then when I'm looking at it with how it goes now, like I saw Bill Cow- like Bill Cower and a couple of these other guys that were saying stuff. And I like, yeah. honestly couldn't agree more, which is like, this honestly is like, this is a, ba- this is a bad move. Like for this oh, that, is, see, that's where I really disagree. this is why, this is why people bring up like, this is why people bring up the race card when in Stevie Day's bitching about the race card on the platform because because honestly, dude, like the Rooney rule and like all this shit that I've even talked about here on the pod, like scrap that shit out, dog. Like they don't use it, bro. It's just these fake okay. things that they put up to like act like they're following these quotas and shit. And it's a fucking joke. They're gonna hire who they want to hire. So just get rid of this shit and stop acting like you're doing shit that's like fair and equality and and equal opportunity because that's just a fucking joke, dude. So that's all I'd have to say about I it. I don't, I don't want to go down the whole Rooney Rule route. Like, I agree with what you just said. Like, I get why they did it, trying to do something. But you're right in the end. Like, okay, the coach is just going to interview people to coincide with the Rooney Rule and then hire. The whole thing going on with Brian Flores, and that's still going on. You're probably not going to hear about it. It's just going to be a payout. It's the whole yeah. thing. It's all money. It, whatever. I get that. My take, and I swear I do have original takes. I just listen to so much shit that, like, I'm often like, oh, I disagree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, like, oh, no, that's, that's fair. A really good point. Yeah. So like, I this is from I saw Pat McAfee talking about it, and I thought he made some incredible points talking about it. Where it's like, what people don't understand is, they say like, uh, Bill Cowherd and uh, Joe, the Browns, the Browns guy who was on TV talking about it with Joe Thomas. Is that his name? I forget his name. Something like that. Yeah. Um. They say all this stuff like, oh, these guys work for years in the system and pay their dues, like work from the ground up. And it's like, okay, yeah. So they started off maybe when they were like 18, 22, 25 years old working their way up. Like what was Jeff Saturday doing when he was 18, 25, 22, playing in a college program, then playing in an – hold on. Hold, just let me, let me say this thing. Playing in an NFL program, getting there every day at like 6 a.m., like seeing exactly how workouts are done. Practice, no, just give me give me like a minute how practices are done, how every little piece is done. So like you're the thing that's wild to me is like, you're going to say that whatever, like Mike McDaniels, you know, like maybe cherry picking an example, he's doing terribly, but like he, he like worked his way up from the ground up, like did everything right. If he was like 25 years old, like getting coffee for dudes in the NFL, is that really better experience than dudes who were in the NFL playing? Like, Hold on. Time out. Mike McDaniel is doing really good. The dolphins are nice right now. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Sorry, I'm trying to say, uh, what the fuck's his name? Raiders coach. Yeah, Josh, Josh McDaniels. Josh, yeah, he's Josh, been Josh, terrible. He's two and eight Josh, this year, and seven and thirty-one or something in his last thirty-one. Seven and twenty-four in his last thirty-one starts or something. Yeah, he's got to go probably. Last last thing, I'm surprised he hasn't been fired. Uh, last thing is when they're saying you don't have the experience, it's like is that not is that not experience that goes into it? Like the best example, the best comparison for this is hold on, Steve Steve Nash being hired by the Nets. Yeah, um, he's got fired too. That happened since we've been gone. We probably should hopefully touch on that. Yeah, go ahead. Consultant. He was a consultant with the Warriors, worked with KD. That's why KD liked him. Jeff Saturday was a consultant with the Colts. Like, it's very simple. Rich. All right, yeah. I guess in, in the sports lens. I haven't even gotten to the point. Yeah. In the sports lens, like, you're, you're right. Like, I think in the sports lens, yes. Like, obviously, if you've been a former athlete and done and all the things you're talking about, yes. I experience doesn't matter what 
everyone keeps bringing this back to a race thing, and I think the best point Pat McAfee made is like, in other sports, like basketball specifically, it's been much easier for coaches to, or past players to get coaching opportunities. It's not that you can't do that. Like, I think, uh, what the Lions head coach, Jets head coach, like, I'm pretty sure those guys were past players. Like, it's not that you can't become a head coach as a player, but like, it, there hasn't been that lane as much. So, hold on. If, if we, if it's two seconds, if we consider past playing experience to be, head coaching experience if you're like what everyone says like leader of men good leader all that then it will probably lead to more people of color getting head coaching opportunities too since there are more of them playing in the nfl than there are in the head coaching ranks coming up so like everyone that ties this back to the race thing i would argue if we look at this as okay it's probably giving a better chance for people of color to be coaches more so than like the current coaching ranks were like, yeah, it's more white people than black people because that's how it's been for a long time. So like, I don't, I don't think this is some like, yes, he was white, but I don't think this is bad for like Rooney rule or like, you know, hiring minorities in the NFL. Like, I think this is probably if we consider playing experience and not just playing experience, you're not just hiring like Aaron Rodgers when he's done playing. Okay. Like, Look how good of a player. Like, no, he's not a leader like that. Yeah. But, but what we've seen. If you just take the sports aspect out of it where it's like, whatever, let's just, let's just bring it back to where I was talking about, which is you and me, right? We, we, we both play four years, four years of high school basketball. We both play college basketball at D3. We both play five years at the Y. All the same experience playing basketball. And then we go to apply for a coaching job somewhere or whatever it is. And they say that. I don't have enough experience, but they say you're totally fine because your dad or somebody knows the the person. At, like, it's the same shit that literally just happened. Like, Jeff Saturday ain't going to get a job at any other franchise. He's only going to get the job at where he was a player. Like, he has a, he has a relationship inside the organization. It's the exact problem with these experienced hires because I've been told I don't have enough experience before to be – uh, this or that at the golf profession, but it's a, it's the same thing as what you experience is time. Like, is that it? Like, I don't understand how much more experience can I get when I've worked at four or five different places and do, done so many things. It's like, and I'll just take take you can take it away from that, but it's just you can look at that everywhere, bro, and it just sets a bad example for that. Is my point? I see in sports all the time bad examples set for all these things that don't happen in real life for the average person like you and me. That's all I'm trying to say. I think that's a more fair point. He did say in the interview on the Pat McAfee thing that, like, teams have reached out to him in the past for, like, coaching. I don't think it was head coaching, but, like, coaching opportunities that he has turned down. So, like, yeah, it's not like it was and let like, me say one last thing, and then we'll keep it moving in the NBA, which is the way Jim Ursay is, like, out talking about it, too, doesn't help. Like, his fucking, oh, like, I don't know how to make sausage. Like, all these, like... Dude, this dude sounds like a fucking idiot, bro. Like, I, it's just dumb. Like, if he was actually sounded a little more sophisticated about it, like, maybe it'd be a little less fucking like, oh, like, this dude doesn't give a fuck what I think. Like, I don't know. It's just bullshit. Is, I'm honestly thinking at it, like, everything else taken away, the biggest part to me is, like, one, he was not hired as the head coach. He's hired as the interim head coach through a season that is, like, probably thrown down the shitter. I think it, my number one priority, if I'm like in GM, like in charge of like football operations for the Colts, it's probably like, yo, how do we not lose this locker room and keep these guys like 
in this the rest of the year, regardless of if we're like winning or losing, we don't have the best team. We don't even know which quarter we're starting Sam Ellinger. Who's like, not even a, not probably will never be a starter in the NFL uh, before Saturday came, but like, we're not doing anything this year. So I think the number one priority was like, how do we keep everyone like engaged, getting better? I don't think that's a bad hire for that. Like hiring someone that's like been around the team for whatever it was, like 13 plus years or something like that. Like in their like Colts hall of fame and all that. Like you, I don't, I don't think that's a bad hire for that. Like, all right. And like they said, like if he does well, he probably comes back. If he doesn't do well, he probably doesn't come back. And it's like, what do you, what do you have to lose? Like, Everyone's like, oh, you. Well, won. yeah, they won a game. They won a game this past week. That uh, I mean, they played the sorry ass Raiders, but it's like, it, it, okay, so like they nice. still won the game. Like, well, they go beat the Eagles this week. How how's that gonna go over? Like, I, shit, the fire, Eagles just lost Frank to the Commandos. Wright. It's possible. Um, Frank Wright, I don't know, dude. To hire someone like from Frank Wright's staff to move up. Like, I guess my point. Hold on, yeah. So like they, yeah, that's another thing that's kind of really I've heard a lot on that too, where it's like you're literally just passing over dudes that were on the staff that were head coaches. Like that's like that doesn't make any sense to me either. Like uh, like so if he gets if he keeps the job, you're, he doesn't want to have his own people. So like those people aren't gonna lose their job. Like I don't know if you're really gonna break it down like that. It's like it doesn't make any sense really. Like it really makes no sense. But like I don't know. I just I I don't have any problem with it. I don't see it as an issue with the Rooney Rule. I, I just think I just think if you if it would never happen, but you hire Joe Schmo off the street, you hire me to be the head coach of the New York Giants. If I'm winning games, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I don't have it. Like I don't know that like just because this guy is a player, this guy's a player. That's his experience. That uh, that's fine. I mean uh, that's fine. I'm just saying I don't know why it's not consistent like i actually i don't know it just doesn't make any sense to me dog really i just i just don't see why playing isn't considered pretty equal experience to like unless you're like head offensive coordinator your defensive coordinator calling the plays that kind of stuff like okay maybe that's better coaching experience for sure but like being like fifth coach on a team i don't think that's more coaching experience than playing for 10 plus years yeah i disagree on that too because i'd say is is serving the food the same as cooking the food like you're still handling the food but it's like it's two totally different things realistically dude like yes but i (laughs) agreed but i think that's where it comes into play of like who is the person like i'm not saying anyone that plays yes that's fair jeff's yeah i get it okay yeah i get it like you make good points but i guess my main point it goes back to like the precedent that it looks, you know, that that's the role model that they, this organization wants to set and the NFL continues to set when you have these platforms and stuff. Like, I don't know. That makes just no sense to me. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving, though, because I want to get through these hoops before I got to go, which is I got to touch on the Nets real quick before we keep it moving down the list. Right. And, and I just need a few things on this, which is. You, you know, I mean, I've been talking about it. I'm a bit, I'm a pretty big Kyrie fan. Like, I've been a Kyrie fan here on the podcast. Like, I've been a supporter of Kyrie. And I think now it's gotten to a point that it, it's just, like, hard to defend this, dude. Like, it's it's one of these things where I can stem it off of what I basically was just talking about with you, Rich. Which And I love Kyrie Irving. He's a great basketball player. But I know for a fact if I was doing the shit that Kyrie Irving was doing at, when, at my job, like, I would not be able to fucking keep that job at least like I would not and so he got suspended they say he's probably gonna come back it's just what's gonna happen next where do you go from here with Kyrie Irving like for me like for me that's the final straw not because of 
all this other stuff that happened too, because obviously he has a long list. But I think like, regardless of like the reports that I'm seeing now that he's not anti-Semitic and he doesn't have it in his heart or whatever, all cliche shit just because he can get back on the court because the team sucks. Like to me, it's kind of a load of shit, dude. It's kind of a load of shit because you shouldn't be allowed to do that shit regardless of how talented you are and then continue to hold your your job. Like, I, I'm sorry. If the, if Elon Musk going to say Twitter's all the news, like you shouldn't be allowed to put that shit out on your Twitter. Like it's, it's kind of dumb to me at this point that Kyrie thinks that that's like, okay. And then he can just come back and like, I don't know. Hey, he's going to have to answer questions about it, dude. Like, and that's part of the problem that kind of stems up with Kyrie. That's part of the problem that stems up with the team. And it's like, little did I know that the team was going to be this bad. You go look at the Lakers, Nets, and Warriors. It's crazy. I was right about the Warriors, wrong about the Lakers and the Nets. But I'm looking at, I'm looking at the Nets. And then I'm looking at Kevin Durant's comments yesterday. You know, I'll let you talk about Kyrie first, but I mean, Kevin Durant ain't much better, dude. Like Kevin Durant comments and what he's saying now with. Bro, I thought those were from a fake Twitter account. Like I, it was NBA Central tweeted them out, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't the real one," because a bunch of them have check marks and stuff. And like, I started going through, and I was like, "That's another thing too. It's like hard to tell what's official and what's not. The whole thing's a joke." My point is that shit's real about KD. They're talking about it everywhere. They're talking about it everywhere. And and I just need to say before I ask, I'll let you talk about any of the things I just talked about. Which is this is exactly why, and this is what I've said about KD, bro. This is why I don't fuck with KD. Because this is what KD does, dude. He did this to the Thunder. And now he went and joined and won his chips with the Warriors. But, like, this is what he decided to do. He could have stayed with the Warriors, bro. He he got over the flack that he took to going to the Warriors, which it took a little while. And he could have just stayed with them and no problem because the Warriors need him now. They fucking suck. And you got Steph Curry and that's it. And you're looking at Kevin Durant, the way he's handled since leaving the Warriors, bro. That's exactly why it's hard to be a fan of Kevin Durant. And I'm saying the same stuff now about Kevin Durant that I always had since he left Oklahoma City Thunder. And all I'm trying to say is if you, you're consistent with this stuff, it like I was supporting some of Kyrie Irving because some of the stuff he was going through was less controversial than the last. And like you look at what he did now, it's like, all right, bro, there's no way I can offend you regardless how I feel about you as uh, the things you've done because he's done a lot of good things too. And regardless of how he's uh, been on the basketball court, I'm not going to defend you after that, bro. I'm not. And I'm not going to defend KD ever again. And it's, I was trying to come around a bit a little bit. He ain't going to do shit with the Nets. He's probably, he's probably going to demand a trade or something. And that's all he's trying to do is just like ride championships or something, go. Cause he can't do nothing, dude. It's, it's, it's the stupid. It's stupid with, with KD. Cause it's, everyone wants to I say mean, he's a top this player, a top that player. Nah, dude. Nah, dude, like, you're a great player and all, but, like, then a great player it, get be able to carry their team a little more than you. Not getting swept in the playoffs and shit and demanding trades. Uh, calling out so his teammates, last, like, that's dumb as fuck, bro. The last year into this year, the Lakers have been my least favorite team to talk about just because they're talked about everywhere and it's kind of the same shit. Like, should they trade Russ? Do they fit together? Like, it's just the same conversation over and over again. Not just here, just to listen to people talk about anything. While have the Nets given them a run for their money? This it's just like, oh my god, I don't even want to fucking hear about these guys. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying on here because we haven't done this yet, but it's just like, holy yeah, shit, how much stuff can you guys have out there being <laughs> talked about that has nothing to do with how you're playing on the basketball? Yeah, court? I mean, never mind so the like, fact that they, yeah, I don't know. I don't have much to say on the Kyrie <laughs> thing. Like, I I agree with everything you said. I like Kyrie's basketball player. Like, 
the bigger problem with him is like I don't even want to dive into this. I don't know shit. I I don't believe or I don't think he's actually anti-Semitic. I think his issue is like he thinks he is so much more enlightened and smarter than everyone else, and like into all these like conspiracies and like things that like probably didn't happen, and that like the thing he was like trying to explain is basically like a conspiracy theories about like slavery and Jewish people and stuff. Yeah, like that. dude. It's like. I'm hold on, hold on. I'm not even going into that. I'm just saying, like, I don't think that he has any will ill will towards Jewish people. His issue that forever and his issue going forward is like he's not humble. He thinks he's the smartest guy in every room. And it's like, dude, if you think you have information that ninety nine point nine percent of other humans dude. don't have, you're probably just fucking wrong. Yeah, you're probably dude. Probably just fucking wrong. So like he's Honestly, it's so laughable how quickly this could go away. If he came out and literally said, like, yep. off the top of my head, like, hey, guys. Like, Made a mistake. Look, look, I didn't mean any ill will. Like, I, I, you know, like, some of the things I read. And he doubled down on it. He was doing, he was, little, yeah, Some of the dude. things I read and look into are a little against the grain. So like, I dumb. don't mean any ill will. Like, I love all people. Like, whatever. Like, do you know how quickly this would go away and people would be like, okay. Like, quicker than it probably should, but it would go away so quick. And like yeah. he's incapable of doing that. I, so it almost seems like a thing where like I'd love to say, well, I don't know, like maybe this I believe Kyrie will be back in like whatever it is, a week or two. I believe he'll be playing with the Nets. But like it the question's really just, okay, what's happening a month and a half from now with Kyrie? Because it'll be something that's not basketball related. That's what it's been for like three years now. So yeah, like, dude. I mean I transitioning into the K D thing. I think the Nets are shot this year. I don't know what you do. If I'm if I'm the Nets, I'm still shopping KD and Kyrie because, bro, literally, literally imagine, I forget the guys he named. Imagine, like, put yourself in the shoes, uh, shoes of, like, you in high school and reading something like someone interviews Carl after a game and he's like, I don't know, man, I put up 30, but, like, what do you want me to do? We have Seggy and, like, Wes and these other guys out there. <laughs> yeah, dude, like. <laughs> how do you go into the locker room and look at him and be like, yo, it's all good, man. I get it. It's like, the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like, even if you're right and it's like, yeah, but dude, that's the thing. Team, that's the like, thing. Bro, that's the thing. You know what KD's doing? You know what? K- he's making it so they have to trade him, bro. That ass. He, that's exactly what he's doing, but it's also just like. That's does this I mean, pussy look, move, bro. I don't, I don't love any of the asking for the trade. I would way rather you be disrespectful like Harden and AD and be like, yo, fucking trade me than be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw everyone on the team under the bus and, like, just figure it out. Like, you know, this dude's weird as fuck. Imagine, imagine, I feel, I, have, I haven't watched much today. Maybe it's going to be an enormous thing for, like, days in the media. But, like, I feel like if LeBron had said this while he was on, like, the Cavs in some of those years, like, yeah, I don't know, man. What do you want me to do? I got a washed up D Wade, a fucking, like, Isaiah Thomas can't walk over yeah. here. J.R. Smith's our best shooter. Like, he'd get canceled. They would have. They literally would have destroyed that. Man. Yeah, no I kidding, I dude. It, it's, it's it's wild to me. I could not believe he said that. I didn't think it was real. The Nets are screwed. I knew the Lakers were screwed this year, and the Lakers are somehow maybe better off than the Nets now for where we're standing. No, so. they're not. But I just need to ask you one question about the Lakers. I know you want to talk about them much, but I just want to ask you, who's the best player on the Lakers? Who's the best player on the Lakers right now? I mean... This year, it's been Anthony Davis. He's the best defense. He would get a defensive player of the year nomination. Anthony Davis, best player of the year. He's been tough. He's been tough on offense. He's been their only piece on defense and one of the better defensive players in the year, this league this year, I'd say. 
I know where you're going. I think Russell Westbrook has been exceeded expectations. Yeah, and he's been coming off the bench. He's great. I'm not even going there with that, but like, yeah, he's been playing well. I, I don't think I don't think there's nothing much to say about that. I mean, we all know how he did last season, but I defended in his regard, and I think him coming off the bench is a huge thing. What I'm saying about this is, bro, LeBron's looking tough, dude. I know he's hurt. I know he's hurt, but like, like. There's no way in hell he's a top 10 player right now in the league. And I know it's LeBron James, but it's the same shit I've been saying about Brady, dude. Like, there is no way in hell that he's a top 10 player in the league. Like, and he's he's still good, but there's no way. There is no way I would take him over 10 players in the league. The, the stuff I've seen him put on display this year. I, no way. I would take 10 players, maybe more. I agree with you, but I think it's, like, depending on how you look at it. Like, if we're ranking... You know, he will by no means be one of the 10 best players this regular season. But I think the way a lot of people look at it is like... Yeah, but dude, I'm not going to be able to defend that anymore, dude. Like that, that when Russ is getting the type of flack he's getting and that will, that's what LeBron's doing, it's like, I don't know, dude. Like, why are you even playing? Like, I don't know. It's the okay. same thing I've been saying about Brady. He's not playing right now. He's hurt. He hasn't looked great. He's looked tired, like more so than the rest of his career. I think the main thing with LeBron is like, I think Jimmy Butler is a good com- comparison for this as well. Like... Jimmy Butler will probably never be, maybe he's been like once, like a top 10 regular season player. When the playoffs are, Jimmy Butler plays different. Than mm-hmm. he, plays the, he literally, it, it's not just, it's not even a question. His usage rate skyrockets. He literally goes like, my ball, I, we're doing this. That's so, fine. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, hold on is right. A, they got to make the playoffs to do that, the Lakers. And B. That's not what I'm saying. Hold on. Dude, that's not even what I'm saying. So the whole point about LeBron being a top 10 guy is, like, I think you can absolutely make the argument of, like, you're in a game set, seven-game playoff series, rank the top 10 guys you'd want. I think I'd probably have LeBron in there right now, for better or for worse. But I don't think he will be a top 20 guy this regular season. Like, you're taking John Morant, Jason Tatum, like, all, all these guys over him at Luka. Yeah. Jokic and beat like you're taking all those guys over him so yep. like, I don't think it's even a question about the regular season just and I don't think they'll be in the playoffs like we got on here before the regular season started and I said the way it's panning out I think they're going to be 11 seed I think the Kings and the Blazers beat them out Blazers have been way better than anyone even anticipated but like those were the teams expected to be fighting it out at the bottom down there so like I don't think anything's changed I think Russ has played better than anticipated I think Anthony Davis has been a huge disappointment on offense like I think you could make the argument Russell Westbrook has been their best offensive player this year. I think you could easily make that argument. Yeah, which I, is, I would. I would argue that Russ has been their best player, that, but you would just get mad at me. But like, I, I would argue he's no, been their no, best I player. Don't think, I don't think that's insane. I don't think that's insane to say. For for and I just think, I think that it's hasn't been amazing. Yeah, but if I don't you know. Told me before the season, I was very low on the Lakers. If you had told me before the season started, Russell Westbrook's their best player. Granted, I wouldn't have thought he looked this good, I would have been like, holy fuck, what's going on in the Lakers? Like, LeBron isn't her, AD's not looking himself. Like, I'm happy for Russ, honestly, that he's looking good. Like, I I hate how much shit Russ gets. Like, I still don't ever like the fit between him and LeBron. I don't yeah, think dude, but, like, like this, I'm that's, for Russ. of course, now he's playing well and LeBron and AD can't do nothing. Like, I don't honestly, know, dude. And I mean, it's... honestly, the best case scenario for Russ still is he plays well enough that a team trades for him and it's not just to buy out his contract. It's to play him. So, like, he might be getting himself in into that. Like, if teams are looking at him going, like, okay, this guy can serve a real role if we're, like, trading and getting the Lakers picks, like, yeah. then it's not, fuck, we have Russ's contract. It's like, oh, shit, all right, we can play We can play Russ this year. Like, now, 
it might make it easier to trade him, which is the best case scenario for him. It's not at the Lakers. It's he gets traded and is playing somewhere else. Yeah, the Lakers, uh, just going through, I got a couple standing updates here. Uh, and, you know, I said this to you before the season started. I, w- I was talking about it, the T-Wolves in the West. I'm scratching them off, dude. I'm scratching them off. Like, that's not going to work, bro. Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert is the problem, dog. Rudy Gobert is the problem, dog. And I like Carl Anthony Towns. He's not gotten, he's not like taking any leaps like these guys that take leaps season to season. Like Carl Anthony Towns is just the same player that I've seen over the past like four years. That's not going to work. But Rudy Gobert is the problem. He was the problem in Utah and he's the problem in Minnesota. He's the problem anywhere he goes. He should go play overseas. No, let me just say a few other things here too. Because I'm looking at that saying it's the Pels in the West. The Pels are sliding into that spot. If Zion can just ever get on the court, like he can't even play. And then the Cavs in the East. Because I was blanking in the East last time trying to give you one. It's the Cavs in the East. And they've been pretty impressive so far. Obviously bringing in Donovan Mitchell and some of their moves. But just looking quick at the standings updates, and then I'll kind of let you in and we'll kind of discuss it a little bit. The Blazers are definitely one I have on the list. The Jazz are I have one on this. And the Hawks are a team I have on the list. DeJounte Murray, I think, also one of the best offseason moves. So just quickly on the Jazz, like, bro, everybody thought they're going to be the worst team in the league. Right now, I think it's the Magic. Paolo Bear and Chano ain't even playing, but he has some stat that I could find for you, but I'm not going to waste your time, which is pretty incredible. He's by far showing why he should have been the number one pick. And also, real quick, just need to throw in, because I know I'm not going to get this in, because we'll probably talk about something else, is if Chet didn't get hurt, the Thunder are looking real fucking good, dude. SGA, his past three games, go check his stats. Go check his stats. And I have a few couple stats on SGA where you're going to be like, is that a legitimate thing? And I'm like, yep. And I'll save them for you for next pod. Incredible. Incredible, dude. Like, if Chet was there, Thunder would be definitely in the play-in. Definitely in the play-in. No for a fact. So I'm hurting the fact that this is how things are going right now. Because like I said, it's just exactly how it's playing out. Just because Chet was out. The guy that we took to be in that spot and he had to go get hurt for the season. Back to my point. Jazz, are we buying that they're going to be up in this or are they going to be back down out of this? Like Larry Markin and everyone's saying he's an all-star right now. You're looking at Collins, Sexton, Young Bull over there. Jordan Clarkson, Ben Ballin, like sixth man of the year. He's like starting for them, I think. Like I don't even know who else they have. Those are the three players that I know that I'm just like, dude, they're scoring 130 points with these guys. Like, all right, like can they actually keep this going in the West? I don't think so. There's no way they're going to keep this going in the West, dude. They were literally number one in the West. They're not anymore. It's the Blazers. We'll touch on them next, but I don't think the Jazz will keep this going. They could fall out. The Thunder are better than the Jazz. I think the Thunder are better than Jazz. No, I no, they're not. They're not. I mean, like, SGA is incredible. I said I'm not going to make this a Thunder thing. I said over the summer multiple times, even though Donovan Mitchell's been incredible, fuck the Donovan Mitchell trade for the Knicks. I'm fine with Yeah, but you're not, you're not fine with that. Like, you're not fine with that. No. SGA. Go get SGA. SGA is... Oh, SGA is so good. I've told you that Thunder are in a better spot than they look like for a while. SGA is incredible. And anytime I hear reports of like Thunder may trade SGA, doesn't fit their timeline, like then I would be like, Seggy, you're right. The Thunder are morons. Get out of there. If they trade SGA because he's 24 and doesn't fit their timeline, I'm out. Maybe like a top guard in the league, then Jesus Christ, I hope it's the next. Anyway, the Jazz thing, I think they'll. I mean, their worst-case scenario is a play-in at this point. I don't think they're going to, even though it's early in the season, like, they could fall out of the playoffs. They're only, like, probably four or five games out from out of the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're going to fall out. proven 
I think they've proven, unless they're sellers and they start giving their guys away, which they very well could because they weren't expected to be a good team. They're expected to be a tanking team. Danny Ainge came in there, tore the team apart. He's done this before. Like, yeah. To get assets, go for the Wambanyama year, I'd imagine. Yeah. They're better than he thought. So I don't know if they'll be full tank. I still wouldn't be surprised if they trade Mike Conley, who's been incredible. They got Kelly Olynyk, Vanderbilt, Clarkson. Like, they just got a good team of, like, it's kind of, I've heard, um, Worldwide Lob called the Island of Discarded Toys. Like, good players on their team. Just all team guys that other teams were like, nah, good on them for now and kind of sent them there. Like, Lori Market and Kelly Olenek, like Mike Conley, no one wanted him. So, like, I think it's a good roster of guys, far better and deeper than the roster of the Thunder have. SGA is 90,000 times better than anyone on their team. Oh, so come on, have- bro. You're just saying that because we're the youngest team in the league. But I'm telling you right I now think, for I a fact, we got to. Did you just hear me wrong? I said SGA is 90,000 times better than anyone on their team. I just think the Jazz have a better team of NBA players. Like on the Thunder, you go SGA, Giddy, Dort. Now start naming me Thunder players that are impactful on the court. No, it's – no, it's – I wouldn't even go. I wouldn't even go Giddy, Dort. I would go SGA. I would throw in there – I would throw in there uh, Jalen Williams, who's been looking nice. Uh <laughs> He has been. He has been. Yeah, he's been looking nice. These are young guys that are like literally just cracking the league, bro. So yeah, like, who knows? Who knows? Youngest team in the league. The Jazz right now, but Jazz, Jazz, I'm selling a little bit. Blazers, I'm buying for the regular season. Like, I will be the first to admit, if the Blazers somehow hold the top three seed into the playoffs, like, get ready to see an upset, like. This is, uh, to me, it looks a little similar to past Blazers teams where, like, good scoring, good offense, can't play a whole bunch of defense, going to have a tough time matching up with people in the playoffs. So, like, I'm buying that the Blazers, like, shockingly could be, like, in a void to play in team, like a top 16. Like, that wouldn't shock me if the Blazers did that, which before the season, I thought they'd be in the play in, but, like, it would have shocked me if you told me they were a top 16. I will say, like, super early prediction. If they end up as, like, a top six seed, I can guarantee you I'll be picking them to lose to, like, whether it's the Thunder, whether or not Thunder, whether it's the Nuggets, whether it's the Mavs, whether it's the Clippers. I promise you I'd be picking them to lose in the playoffs. But I'm a fan. They're my favorite. Like, I've liked watching them since Melo was there. They're one of my favorite non-Knicks teams to watch. I yeah. watching the Knicks, actually. But. The Blazers are another team for me that I'm like, all right, are they doing this because of Damian Lillard? But Damian Lillard missed some time. He was out for like two weeks with a calf. So I'm looking at it like, all right, like now he's back on the court. Yeah, Jeremy Grant's been incredible. And I'm just looking at the rest of their roster, and I'm like, how are they even this good? Like, dude, they're literally the best. They have the best record in the West right now. I know the standings are all shaken up, and I know it's still early, but like I'm looking at this, and I'm like, is this sustainable? Like, is Dame Lillard stays healthy? Like, are the Blazers going to be a top three seed or a top six seed in the West? That's something I did not think was even close to happening because I thought it was a Dame Lillard show, kind of like it's the Steph Curry show, and you see how it's going right now with the Warriors. Well, the crazy the crazy thing with all that is, like, I, you say Blazers top three seed, and in my head I'm like, no way. And then I start thinking about it, and it's like, well, the projected teams by Vegas as the top three seeds coming into the year. Yeah. Get the order were, listen, were the Warriors, the Suns, and the Clippers. Yeah. Why hurt? Chris Paul not playing a bunch. Warriors. No, hold on a second. Here's another thing I need to say. Where are you going to put Kawhi Leonard in a ranking of players? Like, bro, you put, like, I'm not taking Kawhi Leonard top 25, bro. Dude can't even get on the court. Like, fuck Kawhi Leonard, bro. Like, seriously. Like, Kawhi Leonard's the type of dude that it's gotten to a point 
where I'm like, dude, like I'm sick of listening to when you're gonna get back or load management or you're hurt again. Like, nah, dude, you're just not an, you're just not an NBA player. Just go do something else, man. Like, whatever, dude. Like, you're just you're just done. You can't you can't rank Kawhi Leonard. He hasn't played recently. I got look same more than LeBron. Like, if you told me LeBron and Kawhi are both healthy, who do you want in Game Seven right now? Give me Kawhi, absolutely. I mean, like I. We don't. We haven't really seen him play, but even in the short bursts I've seen him play, it's like he still just like gets down there into the post, gets his mid range jump shots, absolute oh money. So like, God. I hope he's healthy. Like I, I don't want to see the Clippers win a ring, but I enjoy watching Kawhi Leonard. Like he's real hard to stop. So yeah, I hope he's back soon. But yeah, you can't. Like if we were if we were doing rankings of players, I would refuse to put him in it because like I don't even know like if I put him. Fifth, I'm wrong. If I put him tenth, I'm wrong. If I put him no, twentieth, yeah. I'm wrong. He's like, there's no way disqualified. Right disqualified. Yeah. Just not allowed. Right about it. Fucking, I don't know uh, what is good with him, bro. No, but the great. Like, just to wrap up the Blazers, the crazy thing is like all the teams that were projected to be the top teams, like even people who thought like Lakers would be real good, people who maybe were like a little bit higher on, just trying to think of other teams. Like the Grizzlies are still really good, but like. I was pretty high on the Nuggets. I still think the Nuggets are going to be totally fine. I don't think they're going to be like a one seed or something like that. So, like, I don't see any reason other than falling apart themselves why the Blazers can't be a top three seed. But it would it would be shocking. It would absolutely be shocking. But I, I enjoy watching them. I'm rooting for them. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things shaking up out west differently than we thought. And there's a lot of things shaking out out east. I mean, you had Boston as the one seed. Like you had the Boston as the one seed? Nah, I'm not down with that. Like I'm I'm shocked that they're doing this well without their quote unquote, you know, stymie head coach who was up for grabs apparently for Brooklyn and then not. So I don't know what's good with that. So I don't see him coming back to be the coach of the Celtics after the way they've been shaking. I didn't see them coming back when this the whole thing broke down. So now I'm looking at the Celtics and I'm like, Yeah, this is definitely gonna be a problem. Um, because they're on like a I think they're on an eight-game, maybe even a nine-game win streak now uh, after taking care of the Hawks last night pretty handily, who I think are one of the better teams in the East, um, along with the Cavaliers. Top three player. Top three. I think Jason Tatum's a top three NBA player. Yeah, I mean, Jason Tatum for sure is... The only person you can tell me, and I will be like, you're absolutely right, is better than him, is Giannis. I will hear out a Luka argument. I will hear out some other arguments. I think he's top three. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple other things for you. Yeah, Giannis is better than Jason Tatum. Absolutely. I would take Giannis over Jason Tatum. Giannis is the best player. Giannis is the best player in the NBA. Um, I I said this the other day. I tweeted this the other day. I wonder if they're going to charge me. No, it's a joke. Uh, I didn't see it. I tweeted this, and it was kind of one of those things I tweeted it. I'm like, that was pretty dumb. But no, I genuinely believe this. I genuinely fucking believe this. John Morant is the best point guard in the league. I think John Morant is the best point guard in the league, and it's not even close. That's what I think. Because Luka Doncic is the second best point guard in the league, and he cannot play defense, dog. Like, I love Luka, and I'm down for I'm down for Luka, but like... That's a take. It's That's just like, take. it's almost it's almost depressing, his side of the, his defense's uh, shit. So like... I, I contribute that for sure. And when I'm looking at I'm taking that into account. Like, I get he makes some of his players uh players around him better. And I think Ja needs to do a little bit better job of that. But like I think Ja Morant I think Ja Morant is hands down, if you're gonna tell me flat out like how I'd want a point guard, uh, the best point guard in the league. Yeah, I do. I think Ja Morant's the best point guard in the league. But like hands down, not even close. And Luke would be second. And then I don't know where you want to rank after that. You don't know where I want to rank everything up. I mean, like, I would tell you anyone who follows basketball heavily is putting Steph 
and Luca above Ja. I don't think that's I don't think it's ridiculous, but like Yeah, but like I not I can't I'm sorry, I can't put I cannot put Ja above Steph right now. Where I, ah, it's it is tough. It is tough. It's tough to like rank what we saw eight months ago to write what we're seeing in the third. Like I love so Steph and all, but like I'll say this. nah. I will say this. I can't believe I'm saying this because like if you had said this like months ago, I would have been like, oh, that's crazy. But like, I, I don't think it's absurd. I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, like dude, what the fuck are you saying? But like, it does surprise me that you're taking him over Luca specifically. Like, yeah, I'll take him over Luca any day, and I love Luca. Steph, I don't even really have in this conversation honestly because he hurts on the defensive end too, and I get it. He's like, he's got the nasty handles, it can shoot, but like. I don't know, dude. Jaw's different, bro. He's getting the dimes. He's getting to the rim, and Jaw can shoot. Like Jaw's putting up like games where it's like, all right, dude. Like this is this has got to be one of the best dudes, and he's up there for sure. Statistically, he's statistically a much worse shooter than Luca and Steph. Luca is having a down shooting year to start the year, but overall, he's a worse shooter than Luca and Steph. He's him and Steph are both hustlers on the defensive end where Luca is, is not. So I'd say that's the main thing. Like, to be honest with you, I don't know how much of a greater impact Jaws actually having on the defensive end than Luca, but I will give you that it's at least like Russell Westbrook was never a great defender, but no one's going to look at Russell Westbrook and be like, could you put some effort in dude? It's like, uh, he's getting a shitload of steals. Yep. Yeah. That's Jaw. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. yep. So like, he's not a great defender, which I, yeah, which, yeah, no, but no I think going to be, no one's looking at him saying, put in. Hold on a second though. I saw Ja the other night garden fucking, I see Ja garden, like Jason Tatum in the post. I see Ja garden guys, like star players in the post. And I'm not saying he's shut locking them down. Fucking Gary Payton style. But, like, he's holding his own. I don't see Luca doing that on an island. I don't see that. No. So, that contributes uh, to me. Like, that contributes Luka's to me. Issue, Luca's issue, no matter what it seems like, is, like, dude, how about the conditioning? Like, can you just... Well, that's the thing. Like, in the defense, too. Like, if I'm a teammate of Luca's and I get it, he's incredible on offense. But I'm thinking, bro, can you fucking guard your man? Like, I'm thinking that as a fucking teammate. Like, you're, yeah, guard your fucking man. Like, I, I don't care. I don't care you're the best player on the fucking floor. Like, play, try. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, get subbed out for two more minutes a game. Like, it's just, I can't fucking figure that shit out, bro. I can't figure that shit out. You're a fucking NBA player. Like, I see most guys, I see most guys trying. Like, I see some guys that are, like, on this elite level, like, not even trying, bro. That's why Jason Tatum's a top three player in this league. Because he try, he's trying on defense, bro. He's guarding dudes. He's obviously doing what he's doing on offense, but he is a defensive player as well. That, that's Giannis. Giannis is the fucking walking example of the best basketball player you can see. And it, it's effort, dude. It's effort, and it's not giving up on plays. I, I see that shit all the time, bro. That You cannot say you're, you're an MVP, and I get, like, Luka's not even close to me, bro. He's not. I'd give it to Shy before I'd give it to Luka if we were voting today. Dead ass, bro. Well, let's pivot. I guess let's pivot it real quick into a Mavericks thing because my one thing on the Mavericks is I, I don't know how they fucked up not re-signing Jalen Brunson to whatever he needed. Spencer Dinwiddie's been incredible. Yep. He's been really, really Yeah, good. he has been really good. Dropping 30-point games. Still, yep. And, and still, the and still losing, why, yep. The reason why they can't do what you just said, like, I agree with you. you they should probably be playing Luka five less minutes a night. They can't because they they get beat. It's like Jokic last year when Jamal Murray and uh, 
Michael Porter Jr. winning there. Yeah. The second they sub Jokic out, it's like other team 12 all run. Yeah. The second they sub Luka out, other team 12 all run. Because it's they don't have amazing defenders. Bullock's capable. Didn't uh, nothing. Uh, Finney Smith's capable defender. They have decent guys, but like they don't have they don't have much to take the pressure off Luka. Like Dinwiddie's been good, but like Christian Woods, people are excited about that. I wasn't as high on it as everyone else. Like I thought it would be nice, but I wasn't super high on it. Playing him like twenty five minutes. Yeah, he's got to play more minutes, bro. He's been playing well when he's on the court. That he's he needs to get more minutes. He's the only other guy that can score for them. He plays well offensively, but the tough thing is, like you said, Luca, one of the worst defensive players in the league, so they can't close with Christian Wood and Luca because they get smacked on defense. So they end up closing with Kleba or Javale McGee or Powell yeah, or which fucking that hurts you on offense because you're only getting lob yeah. threats on that or Kleba spot up threes, like, and maybe he's hitting those. Like I don't know, bro. Like you got Christian Wood some minutes, bro. They used their mid-level exception this year on Javel McGee. He's already fallen out of the rotation. Yeah. Uh, lost his starting spot to Dwight Powell. Hasn't looked good. So it's like, they just, I, I think they're worse than last year. Even if you tell me, like, I think it's too early to tell. I'm, Luca's, I think, getting better. He's young. But, like, even if you're telling me Luca's better, Dinwiddie's better, like, they didn't have a presence like Wood last year. I still look at their team, and I'm like, would really help to have Jalen Brunson, who was the second best player on the league, on the team last year, and would be the second best player on the team probably this year. Like it's tough to find guys who play off ball guard well with Luca, and he did it really well because Luca's so ball dominant. Like I think they really messed up letting him go. Yeah. I don't I don't have high expectations for the Mavericks this year. I'm not super high on the Christian Wood signing. I agree they need to play him more, but it's at the expense of the defense if they do. I know. Damn it, I almost got through all of our stuff. I guess maybe we could touch on the Knicks quick, and then I got a funny thing, and then we got to go. Which yeah, is, Knicks the Knicks uh, are, what are they, about a 500 basketball team, you know, winning winning a game last night against the Nuggets, I think. So uh, eight, eight and seven, tied with the Wizards for the seven and eight seed. Yeah, interesting. Right about where you'd have them, so pretty accurate thus far. Um, still think I you should have had Donovan Mitchell, though, because you would have been better off with Donovan Mitchell. Um, especially with what he's doing with the Cavs, and I, he's been incredible, dude. He's been absolutely incredible. And we got in this argument, but like, there's no way in hell you can tell me that you wouldn't rather have Donovan Mitchell on your team, regardless of whatever else you had to get rid of, and continue to go forward. Look, I've said this a bunch of times. It's not Donovan Mitchell's better than Jalen Brunson. That was never the question. It was mainly like. We're gonna trade all this stuff for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, but dude, I saw the packages for it. It wasn't. It was like Ob Toppin and, and like quickly. Like I, like I like quickly. It wasn't the players. It was the picks. They were trying to get six first round picks. Like that's everything. Then you can't make other trades. That's your roster. There you go. So it's like the the Cavs were in a spot where when you make that trade, being like that's your roster. There you go. Is like fuck. This is a good roster. Like we got defense. We got offense. The Knicks. If you're here, you go. Is like. So we have four offensive guys and no one that can play defense, which if we're pivoting into the Knicks is the issue right now. Like we gave up 145 points, I think, to the Thunder the other night. Big issue right now is Mitchell Robinson's out and he is their only capable defensive player right now. Uh, Quentin Grimes was supposed to be like their best on-ball defender this year. He can't. He got hurt before the season started and for some reason he can't even get on the court. Tibbs isn't playing him more than five minutes a night. I don't think anything that we're dealing with right now. Like Hold on. Tibbs is. Yeah, Tibbs got to get fired, bro. Tibbs got to get fired. No, I'm, I'm, it's not his fault that we're bad. But also, if you're going to not have capable defenders and your coach is an old traditional coach who's coaching the defensive end, like, well, 
what's he doing here? Like, we need to get another coach in. Like, if we have all offensive guys, can we at least run out a functioning offense? Because right now it's a gross offense. Yeah, so dude. I mean, they need. They also need to make trades. They have too deep. They have too many good players. Like the Knicks are like twelve guys deep with like good, capable NBA guys, but they don't have great players. So like, I know you're not. We're not going to get a great player back in a trade this year, but. I, I mean, I've said it all year. Like, I said it in the offseason. I would have no problem with the Knicks trading for Russell Westbrook if it meant we got those two Lakers picks and just being like, we're not winning shit this year. Get, let's get assets for some of these young guys. The Knicks are about to have to pay quickly and top in after this year. And if they do, they're going to have no money. They're just going to have no money. So it's like, we can't, that can't be our future. Like, you need to trade some of these guys away and get some assets, build up assets so that when that next guy comes up, like, I swear to God, if they trade for Anthony Davis, I'll never watch another Knicks game again. <laughs> when that next guy comes up, Davis, people keep bringing up Anthony Davis for the Knicks, and I'm like, for what? Literally, for what? Bro. I, oh, my God. Yo, I, I would just – I love it, dude. I'd preface – I'm more excited as a Thunder fan than, than you should be as a Knicks fan. That's all I got to say. It's just dude, fucking – I have said that to it's you incredible. for a I know, but it's finally yeah. No, I'm finally coming over to the to the right side as the <coughs> actual the fan of the team. Are in a much better spot, and honestly, if they, I wouldn't be surprised if the Thunder like end up at some point this year. Giddy ends up sitting his games. SGA ends up sitting his games. I hope they don't, but like it might not end up being the worst thing in the world that Holmgren got hurt. If you end up getting another filthy pick, then Holmgren's back, another top pick. Like this could be a team next year if everything pans out right, where it's like. Wait, are the Thunder like uh, avoiding the play-in team, like hovering around the five? Like, yep. obviously, this is yep. speculation. I don't think it's crazy. No, it's definitely not crazy if we don't fucking this year, trade this year they're not, SGA. It would shock me if they made the play-in tournament this year. Like, absolutely shock me. Hey, but let's just just get to the point that if Chet wasn't hurt right now, you'd be you'd be like, oh yeah, they can make the play-in, regardless yeah. of how he was looking. He could be putting up five points a game. We could be putting up five points of games, and you'd be like, oh, yeah. No, they're right there, bro. And then it's just fucking. They're currently one game out of the play-in. So, like, it's early, but they're one game out of the play-in. I think the Timberwolves have been awful, and I think they're kind of fucked going forward. I still think they're going to be in the play-in. They're just going to – they're not going to get out of it, which is a downgrade. Yeah. No. D'Angelo Russell, bro, I don't know what's good with him, dog. I'll tell you right now, their their only plan they no one's gonna take the Rudy Gobert contract right now. So their only plan going forward is like I don't know that Rudy Gobert is the issue, but I know the issue is Rudy Gobert and Cat playing together is not the answer. Like Cat can't be Cat with Rudy Gobert there. Like it's just the paint's all clogged up for Anthony. Yeah, no, no. Cat's just sitting out there on the three point line. So I d- hey listen, all I said is that was the worst contract in NBA history. It's panning out to be true. This dude's terrible, bro. He he's gonna get sent overseas, dog. He shouldn't even be on an NBA team. Okay, you're way off. The the only way out of this to me is like they're not gonna be able to trade Rudy Gobert. If I were them, I'd bet halfway through the year they start shopping Carl Anthony Towns and seeing what they get back because they have no bench. They need more guys who can do more. <laughs> can do more. Uh, D'Lo is not the point guard for this team, and Carl Anthony Towns and Gobert is not the answer. I'd be looking to, sure, it'd be great. If you could trade Gobert, you're not going to be able to. So I'd be looking to see what I could get for D'Lo and Towns. <laughs> Add into the Knicks, I'm, baby. Add into the Knicks, baby. Neither of them, please. I <laughs> Thing is, is this is exactly what I see happening. Just like it, uh, Cowboys talk about signing uh, OBJ and instead they end up Antonio Callaway. Hasn't played in the league in like two years. 
Knicks sat, bringing in trade D'Angelo Russell, and I'd be like, oh my god, uh, Rich no, is out, Rich is out. They wouldn't get D'Lo, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> they would get Towns, because Leon Rose, who makes all our basketball decisions, used to be Towns' agent. So, oh boy. I will not be surprised. I would rather have Towns, I'd rather have Towns, though, than where I'm at right now. I, yeah, I, like I I'd would. be more excited if you could keep some of those young pieces and have Towns. The, the Knicks need to make a trade, not even a star trade. Just they need to probably send out quickly. I'd love, even though I like him, they, they you can't pay him this summer. He's not worth giving a whatever he's going to have to get this summer. You're probably going to have to trade quickly. I'd love if you could trade Randall. I mean, hey, that, that would be my package to teams right now. Quickly and Randall, what's your best offer? <laughs> yeah. Get Obi in the starting lineup. He's been really good. Gets more usage to RJ and Brunson. Knicks aren't going to be great, but I think that I think that. At least All right, I got about five minutes before I got to go. I got to get this fun topic in before I go. I okay. probably missed a few things, but we'll get it next time. Uh, did you see Mattress Mac? He won his seventy-five million, the largest sports betting in history. Um, yep, I, I I've been talking about it on the pod the sports betting out of control, but I think it's funny when they had the jackpot uh, lotto thing going on. Everyone was kind of hyping that up, right? Everyone's doing that came kind of a whole sketchy ideal i saw too right you couldn't do the live view of it and whatever guy won obviously everyone's cranking up about that so i just the point i have on this is i think it is so funny to me like people that are rocking the lotto and shit and like trying to win the lotto like like they don't have a gambling problem like that's not that's not like worse than what i'm doing spent on sports games like i guess my whole point here would be this which is ever since the whole sports book came out uh you know i've been telling you i think i have a greater chance to win betting on the sports like before with the daily fantasy you're more of a daily fantasy guy i don't know we get into this shit all the time i still i still see people doing some of that shit but i don't understand why because i think that shit's kind of more uh, more you know, the luck-based bullshit, kind of like, I guess, what everyone yeah. would call the lotto. Um, I guess my last point on this would be is I know a guy, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to get him in trouble or nothing, but I know a guy who works for FanDuel, and he was looking up my account, and we were chatting about it because I was curious about it because on FanDuel, that's one of the things, the features I like about FanDuel is it kind of shows me, like, my balance and shit and, like, how much I'm down and, like, all this stuff, right? So... Long story short is like my account when I started using the sports book when it originated, which is basically a little over a year ago, like a m- less than a month ago uh, today. Um, my shit was at like minus 500, like playing the uh, daily fantasy or whatever. So I'm like, all right, I'm at minus 500. Currently, my shit's at like minus like 840, bro. I'm on a fucking I probably lost like 200 bucks over the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's been a terrible week. But my point is, that's what I thought it was at. My buddy that I work with is telling me that I'm down $3,000 in the book. And I'm like, that's not possible. How is that even possible? Like, uh, you know, wouldn't it show me in my account balance here? So what he was trying to explain to me, which is what I've tried to explain to you. And I guess this is this is how I took it. And I, I wonder if you agree with this or not. But I tried to ask a couple times and this is what I got out of it, which was if I put in $20 or $25, right? And I make a bet and I hit. And if it's on like a boost, say plus 650 or 500 or whatever the fuck it is. And I win whatever. What is it? 150 on that or whatever the fuck it is. 125 bucks. 
it doesn't count that if I lose that is I guess on my on my account on my account but obviously on their end it does is that's how I'm down so much on his end but on my account why wouldn't it track that like it's my money that I won right we've already talked about this multiple times like if I put in 20 bucks get it up to a hundred like I have a hundred bucks even though it's not what I actually put in right is that you have eighty dollars in winnings I mean like yeah you have a hundred bucks in your account you have eighty dollars in winnings like I don't really get what he's saying. I don't even know how to say if that's wrong or right. Like in the two things that are different, the way I would think it's different is when you put a bet in DraftKings, it says if I put in a $10 bet at plus a hundred odds, it'll tell me my winnings are $20. But in reality, my winnings are $10. I put in, I'm getting 20, but I'm getting 10 of my dollars back and getting 10. I know on FanDuel, it says more clear. It says winnings 10. Like you're putting in 10, your winnings will be 10. Like it just works. It just, I don't know. I think that's unrelated to what's even being said. I don't really get what he's talking about. I agree with you more. Like, I feel like it would. Yeah. It should show me. It should show me where I'm at. Like, I'm like, what? That's not even possible. I don't understand how that'd be possible. But, but in in, the way he described it to me, I'm like, okay, that maybe is possible. Like I, if I've won, uh, like put in 20, win a hundred and I lose it all, like I'm down a hundred, but in my eyes, I'm only down 20 because I want it up to a hundred. We've talked about this multiple times, Yeah. right? I put in 20 bucks. I get it up to amount. All right. Now I'm playing with house money, right? The whole fucking, I still lost my money that I won. I could have took it out. It was my money. It's this whole huge freaking argument. Point is it's fucking rampant, dude. It's rampant. Gambling is rampant. Like apparently my brother can't even do it. So now he's got a bookie down in Georgia. I'll say the same thing. Same every shit. Time. Not legal it's everywhere. It's a fucking joke. As long as you're fine with losing whatever you put in that night, you're doing fine. You sound like Craig Carton, which, by the way, I'll get you out of here on this because this is a question that I had that I said in my solo pod. Or, yeah, my brother left on the way out. On the. Oh, I got to ask Rich next time he comes around. I, this is probably a dumb question, but no question is a dumb question. I was told that by Paulie Mack. I'm going to stick by it, which is Fox. Fox Sports 1, like uh, FS1, is that connected with Fox News? Like, is that like an affiliate of Fox News? Like, Fox News, everyone's ripping on it all the time. Like, is FS1, like, like is that like the affiliate? So, like, the people are on that. Are they like, sup- does that mean, like, like, Skip, he's on FS1 technically. Like, does that mean he supports fucking Fox News? Like, I'm just trying to figure it out. Or are they, like, separate? Like, Fox Sports, is that separate than Fox News? Or what? Like, so like, it's very strange to me. I'm trying to figure that out. So there's like companies and then there's parent companies. So like, I'm trying to think of like, I work with a bunch of like lower level companies that have a bigger parent company. That's like their overall organization. The parent company is Fox Media Group, I believe, or Fox, uh, Fox Corporation, maybe what it is. It's Fox something. And all these other sub- things are subsidiaries of it. So like, they're not part of Fox News, but like Fox is paying them. The same people paying yeah, Fox all right. News are paying them. So like, it I wouldn't. It doesn't necessarily mean they're like peddling the same agendas that Fox News is peddling. But, yeah. All right. Good. Just wanted to make sure about that. All right. Um, like I can tell you from following him on Twitter that Shannon Sharp is absolutely not like a Fox News guy. Like he spits in the face of everything that it is for yeah. the most part. So like, yeah. No, He's not yeah. getting in trouble for that, it seems. Yeah, no. All right, word. I just want to make sure. The, I watched the Carton show in the morning now. That shit's funny as hell, dude. That shit's, I don't even know what that is. That shit's funny, Carton. bro. Yeah, Craig, yeah, Carton show. Craig Carton. Yeah, he's 
he's a uh he's a radio guy which is another thing too it's like talking about it to start up the pod the whole experience thing like ah, i got plenty of experience i've been doing it here right i could be able to do some radio i've seen the funny video of the justin jefferson catch play-by-play the guy paul allen like they got cameras in the play-by-play now because that's what we want to see uh entertainment wise and that shit's funny that shit's funny uh justin jefferson catch everyone trying to say it's better than odell beckham jr's like give me a break dude give me a fucking break not even close just way more of a gap than john morant and luca not even close dude because that was a, a pretty incredible catch and obviously game was on the line but dude wouldn't have caught that if the dude uh receipt uh cornerback just let the his hands come down because he literally held it up for him yeah he literally held it up for him it was an incredible catch and i don't take anything away from it but there's no way it was better than odell beckham jr's and everyone just coming in like, oh my god! And yeah, there's been a lot of incredible catches. Uh, shout out to Duke for in the hitting up the 2K Chungos chat. A lot of incredible dunks. A lot of wild dunks going on in the NBA, and I saw a couple in college as well. So definitely a lot of good sports on. You catch up on the uh, World Cup, which my take on that is I don't understand why we hype it up because we don't have any chance to win it. Zero chance. USA is not winning the World Cup. So everybody acting like, oh my god, yeah, woo, USA. We're not gonna win, bro. Like we're We'll be lucky to make it out of that group stage. We're with England, I think. Maybe two make it out. I don't know how it works, but we ain't gonna win the World Cup. I just, I just want to make that very clear. We are not gonna win. Not with and that if attitude. if we did win the World Cup, it'd be like a miracle on ice situation. So let's just let's just tone that down a little bit. All these people acting like we're about to win or something. I don't know. I gotta go. I gotta go to work soon. All right, glad we got to catch up though. Uh, I saw another thing about uh, Modern Warfare too. A lot of video games. I think they sold like ten million in ten days or what was what was the stat on this? Which I've been playing a little 2K. I was trying to get uh, hit you up to play some. My point is, are that many people still playing video games, bro? Like, cause none of you guys are playing like that, right? Are you guys like, are you? Do you consider yourself still a video game player? Cause I don't, and I play. I went on the other day and played, but like, dude, that was the first time I've been on in a week, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm trying to figure out. You're not on much anymore. I mean, I I get on with uh, Jake and Barry play Modern Warfare. Like for a while before Modern Warfare came out, it was maybe like. Oh yeah, one billion in sales in ten days. That's fucking crazy. I probably fire up two K like three times a week, like the last few months, like play for a little bit. I think two K is pretty fun. I think two K is pretty fun. We should play it, dude. I've been trying to get my guy up. The problem is I gotta get him up a little bit more, but he's getting close. But yeah, next time we'll try and uh it's I think the two K is good, better than what do you got going on this weekend? You got any plans? Oh, literally nothing. I'm trying to do something, I'm down, but I got nothing. All right, I'll hit you up. Yeah, I don't think I'm doing anything. All right, try and play some early morning hoops or evening hoops or something. I'll be should be around yeah. uh, Sunday. I'm my off. My sisters, my sisters sleeping like Sunday night. I won't be around. My sisters sleeping here with their boyfriend because they got they're picking up their puppy in New York Word. the next morning. So they'll be sleeping here Sunday, but I'm around basically all weekend. All right, I'll hit you up, friendo. All right. Later, brother. Thanks for coming through. Good chat today. Peace. For sure. Peace. Good pod. A lot of fun there. My friend Rich. Got to get going here. Running a little late behind schedule. Glad I made it back in, though. Caught up a lot on the sports. Got a lot of things out today with a lot of things going on, not only in the sports world, but elsewhere. A lot of things in my mind. A lot of thoughts and things to get out and... Spending a lot of time by myself doesn't help. But that's where I'm at. Getting much colder up here at the Northeast. Stay warm. 
stay safe. A lot of people getting sick again, multiple different illnesses out there. And, uh, you know, every day is a battle, really. Um, so keep fighting. Keep fighting out there. Keep going, grinding, enjoying the things you like, the passions, and all the things that are bringing you happiness. I think those are most important with all these other things that are happening around us, sports, non-sports related. Much love to my dude Rich coming through today, talking some sports. Shout out to my brother on his birthday today, 24 years old. Much love to him. Miss him, and hopefully we'll see him here on the podcast soon. To everybody else checking in on the podcast, checking in on me, much love. We'll see y'all soon. Till then, stay safe, peace and love. Catch y'all next time you're on the Sega Station.